Hey everybody, East here with Movies Ruin My Life, Great American Sports Movies Tournament. And today we're doing basketball and other various sports. We're also going to be tackling down our final four and... We're just gonna see what happens. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, conclude everything, and uh, we're gonna see how the spread went. Right? Did I say that right? No. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Okay. Cool. Ready when you are. All right. So this is Matt. Hello. That's Devin. I'm eating a cookie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Brandon. Uh, Dave is, uh, he had to run. He had to do laundry. Unfortunately, couldn't stick around for uh, day four. But we are going to get him on the telephone so we can put in his picks. And obviously, Jesse is with us uh, via instant messenger again <laughs> to keep our voting at five votes per bracket so that our, our fucking uh betting lines aren't fucked um thank you so much we're uh for i hope you guys are having fun we're having fun and uh, there's been a lot of surprises in this tournament so far i have a feeling that today is not gonna be any different uh so uh first things first uh matt thank you again for joining us uh from the crossover podcast uh if you guys aren't already subscribed to the crossover podcast i think matt has done more than his fair share to prove to you that you should be so go and get subscribed to the crossover podcast either on itunes uh on soundcloud wherever you listen to podcasts get there also reach out to him and uh visit the crossover podcast.com is, is it the or just crossover podcast the crossover podcast.com perfect all right so let's get dave on the phone This is exciting. This is my first call in pod. I'm excited to see oh. how this works. Dave. What's up? Can you hear us okay? You know it. Right All on. Right. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for having me back <laughs> by a satellite link or whatever it is we're doing. <laughs> He's on the hot stove. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking right. Satellite hot stove. That's a real Canadian That's joke. That's a real right Canadian there. joke. Absolutely. All right, my friend. We're down to the final uh, final bracket which is okay. basketball and miscellaneous our first first films on the list are is uh where are we here our number one film in this bracket is 1961's the hustler um and that's going up against our number eight seat 1990s days of thunder days of Ooh. thunder and we already know how you feel about mr tom cruise <laughs> you've made that yeah in- I know, but I don't let it, my hatred of him ruin a good movie. And that is a very good movie. Robert Duvall is fantastic in that film. Um, And Carrie Elways is pretty funny, too. Um, The worst actor of all time. Yeah. (laughs) But the the greatest at the same time. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to mention, we were joking around about this uh, the other day. Uh, I love the line, uh, there ain't nothing you can't do in a stock car. From Robert Duvall. I love that line. <laughs> there ain't nothing you can't do in a stock car except uh, drive legally on uh, the road. Yeah. <laughs> on an actual you road. Can't, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love The Hustler, though. It is the quintessential pool movie. It's 
Fast Eddie is such an iconic character that Martin Scorsese brought him back for an unofficial sequel with Tom Cruise. And that's the commonality between these two films is Tom Cruise uh, in The Color of Money. And and then obviously Days of Thunder. What about Pool Hall Junkies? As Pool Hall the... <laughs> Junkies is a fantastic film, but it was is that not... straight to DVD though? I, f- I don't feel yeah. like that got a theatrical release. Although Christopher so. Walken was in it, yeah, but he's in a lot of stuff too. Also true. Uh, or no, it's okay. It's appropriate because Days of Thunder. Yeah, are, that's very. Yeah. Dave, we got cars whizzing by like crazy, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty. So hopefully, hopefully it's not uh, ruining the mic sound too much. Uh, Matt, any thoughts on these two films? Where do you stand? I It's been a while since I've seen The Hustler. I'll say that. So it's not as fresh in my dome piece as many of these other films. I do remember loving it when yeah. I saw it, even though it's it's was older and a little bit slower paced, because obviously they got the pace movies a little bit slower, people a little more patient, not as much ADHD back in, back yeah. in that day. But yeah. I love that like the whole back end of the movie is this epic showdown between two of the great pool sharks you know it's just so fantastic i i also haven't seen the film in a while mm-hmm. admittedly um but it's i love that movie and it's like one of my go-tos and yet another appearance by paul newman many of us are are still like i'm still fucking sad that i voted happy gilmore through i think it was the right decision <laughs> um or part of me does but this is this is my chance to redeem myself. Um, so I'm going to say right now, I'm voting for The Hustler. I'm starting with me today, gentlemen. Mm. Mm. About time. <laughs> it took about four days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Devin, what's your vote on this one? Um, yeah, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball at you here. Um, Days of Thunder is... It's a great movie. It's one of my favorite... Yeah. Uh, it's- it, it it it's it's a fantastic movie. Got me into stock car racing. It didn't do that for me, but no. <laughs> but I, I I do like Carrie Elvis as a bad guy. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean maybe he isn't the best actor. On, on no, the but 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 I I I don't know. I think he's a he's a real unlikable uh, guy when he wants to be. Yep. So mm-hmm. I I I like that. <clears throat> um. And I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it's just um, maybe I, I am a bit, uh, bit of that uh, ADHD generation <laughs> that you're talking about. Where uh, if it came out before 1970, there's yeah. like a fifty-fifty chance that I'm going to be able to. I, yeah. we've talked about this before. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's tough. No, I just proud don't think it, there's but, the yeah. pacing problem that you think with the Hustler. It that movie mm-hmm. is fantastically paced, even to today's standards. Mm-hmm. Um, and the acting still is on par in terms of uh, they don't need to edit that film super heavy like we do today because the acting is that fucking good. But admittedly, yeah, I've seen Days of Thunder more recently. I've probably watched them the equal number of times in my life. So I'm good with either going through. But, I, you know, so it's 1-1 here. Uh, Dave, what's your pick? Days of Thunder or The Hustler? I got to agree with the ADHD on the old films there. Um, I'm going to go with Days of Thunder because it's louder. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a good movie. I love the scene where Robert Duvall uh, is talking to the car and then he finds the leak. That's, this isn't a good sign. I love that. Such a good moment. <laughs> and and obviously, the the character of Rowdy is just one of the 
one of the greatest parts of that film. Just so solid. And Matt, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have it go down to Jesse because here's the thing: I haven't seen these two movies in a while. So here's my here's me justifying my vote for the Hustler. I think the Hustler is the best pool movie of all time. I don't think Days of Thunder is necessarily the best racing movie of all time. So I'm, I'm casting my vote for the Hustler. All right. And Jesse concurs. The yeah, Hustler the goes hustler. through. Wow. That's a close one. 3-2. I like it. I like it. I uh, I really love that movie, and I, I'm glad Paul Newman gets another shot. <laughs> Redemption. <laughs> All right. Our next matchup. Where are we here? Sean Connery and Rob Brown in... 2000 Finding Forrester. Now, some may argue that this is more of a um, rags to riches story or um, an underdog story of just a more blanket nature. But Jamal plays basketball in the film. It's this basketball that gets him the scholarship. Uh, it's his love of writing with secondary, and uh, and it's part of the fun of it is to see that world where you have to balance in uh, college sports or uh, like the, the academic part of your life with uh, the sports culture. And, and I think that it's a very, very interesting movie and I definitely one of the more compelling in Sean Connery's latter career. Mm. I feel like I, I, I really have a soft spot for this film and it's going up against where are we here? Space Jam. Yeah, 1996 is Space Jam. Now's your Jam. chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. I won't go uh, any longer. Dude, I'll make you pay for it. <laughs> we'll all start. And this this movie all takes us or takes us all back to our childhoods. Um, fantastic, uh, fun flick. Uh, and 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 Michael Jordan in the in the heyday of his popularity, ironically, like he just retired to play baseball and yeah. people were up in arms. Like, is or this guy kicked f- out of the league? Fucking nuts. On, on, on who you talk to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, was suspended. Yeah. So depending on the conspiracy theorists, <laughs> uh, I love them both. Dave, any thoughts? Um, I don't know, man. How do you beat Bugs Bunny? Like mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny and Bill Murray. I, well, you know what though? I haven't seen Space Jam since it came out. Mm-hmm. I really should have rewatched it. I gotta admit that, but I loved it growing up. Does that mean anything to you guys? Anything? It, we all loved it growing up. It doesn't hold up, but I will say the funniest sequence. Yeah, in what's that... going to happen if I watch it again? And am I going to want to punch myself in the face? Uh, yeah, I think I think it's probably better in memory. But I will say the the best sequence that they have in Space Jam is when. Larry Johnson and Patrick Ewing and Barkley and Bogues and, and uh, for some reason, Sean Bradley. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're, 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 they're, they're trying to figure out why they can't play basketball anymore. And like Barkley's in church going like, I'll never get another technical foul again. You know, it's <laughs> just like, I'll never go out with Madonna. Like that sequence of them yeah. trying to figure out doing whatever. That's the best part of space jam for me. Um, I didn't like finding Forrester. I may be in a minority on that one. I just thought it was a really boring movie. It, 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 it now that one it, does have a pacing problem. Yeah. It wasn't for me, although I like, and like, it felt like a lot of that movie was hinged on sean connery doing like 
I'm old and I'm white, but I'm hanging out with a with a black kid, so I'm saying like hilarious like hip hop lingo and stuff. But I'm Sean Connery and I've got Oscars and stuff, so mm. it's just like um, I don't know. Finding Finding Forrester wasn't uh, wasn't for me, and also I didn't like that the the butler from Richie Rich was the bad guy in, in <laughs> friggin' Finding That's Forrester. Right. So, <laughs> so that 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 was off putting for me for for innocuous reasons. One thing that I. I've always wondered about with Finding Forrester. Um, it has one of those moments in it where you you're almost screaming at the TV, like when when Jamal uh, plagiarizes an excerpt from from Connery's uh, early work, mm-hmm. and and they catch him, uh, and you're screaming at the screen for him to come to his aid. I almost wish that the writers found another way out of it. Mm. I almost feel like I, I wish Connery had, had let him down a path where he could have gotten out of that himself. Like mm-hmm. him showing up was a great moment in the film. Yeah. But it, it almost seems bittersweet because it's that moment that you're screaming at the screen and thinking like this would be so much easier if you just did this. So him just being reluctant about it and then doing it, although it's fulfilling, it would have been interesting if the writers had found a way around that. Yeah, I think it's easy it, writing. Yeah, it's true because I mean the obvious, the the end beats for that movie are pretty obvious. Where it's like he's going to get in trouble, and then Sean Connery's going to finally come into seclusion and save yeah. him. And he's going to get uh, rogue at the end of the movie, and, and yeah. yeah, it just and then leave him everything. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was it was there were pretty obvious beats. I would say. Yeah, Devin, any thoughts? It's time to jam now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want me to kick it off again? Sure. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make this an obvious one. Let's go. Let's go. Finding Forrester. Even though I think the film is weak, I think Rob Brown makes so another Space appearance. Jam, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. is Space Jam, and Rob Brown makes another appearance on this. Uh, bracket in the coming films and i just have the sneaking suspicion it's not going to make it through and that film should and i think he's he's underrated in this era like i don't think he's anything you know he's not going to win any academy awards he hasn't proven that but there's something special about him as an athlete in, in, in film it's compelling you root for him um and and his portrayal as jamal is uh you know i i felt like i felt for him when i saw the film as a, as a kid around his age when i first saw it so um yeah i'm gonna go finding forrester uh devin um as a uh, kid growing up playing uh nba jam yeah and Boom, having, Love having to game. outlaw uh chicago <laughs> just for like Wait, uh, whether, what do you mean they outlawed well we, we me and my brother had to had to say no no, no bulls because oh. you're You've got like what are the lineups like, like Jordan Pippen Tur- Jordan tournament Pippen, edition Jordan, yeah. tournament edition which like, is the greatest version of NBA Jam actually Jordan's not in it because he was mm-hmm. uh, playing baseball at the time yeah. so yeah. he technically wasn't allowed to be rostered yeah. Um, but yeah you're right the, I think he was in the first one yeah, yeah he's definitely in the Sega version that we have over there yeah, yeah for sure yeah I got NBA Jam on, on uh, Super Nintendo Sega as well oh Sega and right on we were kind of coming into um, you know enjoyment of the game. Um, at around the point that the Bulls were kind of in the twilight oh, yeah. of that, of oh, that, yeah. just the Their most dynasty. insane yeah. mm-hmm. era, and and I think it's nice that you know that Space Jam is kind of like a little send off of that. You know, it's like Absolutely. to see um, Michael Michael Jordan get to uh, 
kind of have a, a, a send off to the game, so to mm-hmm. speak, with uh, Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as as ill conceived as it was. <laughs> Dave, where are you? And wait, hang on, hang on. Uh, and Newman, too. Yeah, oh, Wayne yeah, Knight. Yeah, yeah. 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 I may be fast, but. I'm also slow. <laughs> or, no, I'm fat, but I'm also... Ah, I fucked up the line. I'm yeah. sorry, Dave. What's your vote, sir? Uh, do I really have to vote? Like, uh, well, yeah. Really? I want to skip you for now? <laughs> no, I just... Oh, uh, whatever, Space Jam. They're, they're just weak. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree as well. I got, I got to go... Uh... I gotta go with Space Jam, even though it's it's not a great piece of cinematic history. It's it's more near and dear to me than Finding Forrester is. So, okay, uh, honor, honorable Jam. mention uh, to Finding Forrester for um, bringing about You're the Man Now, dog. Yeah, yeah, which the, became ytmnd dot com. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which uh, you're the man now, dog. Wonderful <laughs> memes. Yep. yep. Also, uh, Buster Rhymes is small cameo in that. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, Finding yeah. Forrester. All right, gentlemen, and Jesse's vote for this one was also Space Jam. Ooh, so it's 4-1. Oh, I thought it'd be 3-2. I really did. I thought Space Jam was... I felt like Space Jam was going to win that, but I didn't think it'd be 4-1. Right on. Uh, okay, next matchup. Where are we here? Our number three seat, 1992's White Men Can't Jump. Woo! <laughs> Up against... Where are we here? Oh, uh, where, 2009's... The winning season. Now, I, I really, really like the winning season. I don't think it's going to be White Man Can't Jump. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. But I love Sam Rockwell. He's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite actors. He's, he's, he's underrated. He's, Very underrated. He's one of the best working today. And um, he's got just the most amazing energy. Uh, you know. He's the best part of Iron Man 2 by a country mile. I'll oh, say that. fuck yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and... I adore him in this role. He's he's kind of this ne'er do well uh, alcoholic uh, who is recruited by his friend, who's now the principal at school, to be the girls' basketball coach, the high school girls' basketball coach, and, and he has a, a teenage daughter who he's kind of on the outs with, and uh, so th- these girls are kind of his surrogate family. But there's just umpteen uh, opportunities for him to be. Uh, wonderfully Sam Rockwell-ish in the film, if you will. Um, kind of, and uh, I, I really, really like it. Uh, yeah, it's cheesy, but it's 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 also great. And uh, most of the films on this list are a little cheesy. Um, so I just want to put that out there. I don't think it's going to beat White Men Can't Jump, but I want to put it out there. I really love the winning season. I, I, I agree with everything you said. I think yeah. Sam Rockwell I, turns in a brilliant performance that not a lot of people have seen because it, it's just one of those films that not a lot of people know about. But White Man Can't Jump is just for, like, to me... I love everything about that film. I love it's so iconic with Wesley Snipes and 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 the, just the conversations they're having as a basketball fan growing up in Canada, mm-hmm. where a lot of people don't, you know, hi, it's hockey, hockey, hockey up here, yeah. right? In basketball, yep. and like this movie came out before the Raptors were even a franchise, I believe. Yep. So like, and I was a huge Celtics fan. All that, all the 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 talk of like, you know, like the the you know. Uh, Woody Harrelson in the conversations about you know white guy cares about making the plays first and yeah. I love I love how awkward Wesley Snipes looks dribbling a basketball that entire movie I love the fact that uh, 
Woody Harrelson looks like he's probably the better basketball player, to be honest with you. I just, I, I, I love their dynamic in this movie. I, I love both these films. Well, Woody Harrelson did play yeah. a basketball. Yeah, he played a little college, but didn't yeah. he have a little, little, he had like a cup of coffee on a, on a college roster, I believe. You know, another thing I find interesting about this film, you guys all know the story about uh, like the, the conspiracy theory behind Woody Harrelson's father. Uh, no, I've been this late being, on uh, the, uh, the, the, you know, the gunman on the grassy knoll. Oh, so really? To speak, like, no, I've been being the guy who assassinated JFK. And I love that there's a JFK assassination, assassination yeah. joke that, uh, that's in this, uh, movie i i really like that i we just lost dave we'll get him back in a second he i think he's probably he's doing laundry yeah what a man's got to get his laundry done (laughs) gotta have clean clothes sometime yeah all right uh i i i love the uh this is it the stucci brothers yeah brothers stucci brothers yeah uh, that uh, them chasing them around the whole episode, uh, the the fake Polaroid at the end with like the bleeding mouth is hilarious. It, it's kind of cheesy, but I love it. I love it. Um, just a lot of cool shit. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of cool stuff in this film. I I, I really appreciate it. Um, Jeopardy is fun. Mm-hmm. The one hand shot to get on Jeopardy is fantastic. Uh, yeah, and it's it's really interesting look, much like uh, what I was talking about with The Hustler. I think that's the definitive pool shark movie. I think this is the definitive kind of like two-on-two basketball hustler definitely. film, one, yeah. 100%. So. And I think it's one of the—I think this is one of the best basketball movies ever made. And it had, had, I think, for me, the best streetball scenes are between this movie and Above the Rim yep. for, for me. Yeah. Absolutely. Another great flick. Definitely not— uh, the street ball scene between Gary Payton and whatever that actor's name was in Eddie, the movie where Whoopi Goldberg got to coach the Knicks for <laughs> reasons oh. not understood by me. Right on. Uh, Devin, thoughts? Um, I I mean... Um... While I try and get Dave back. Stall! Stall! It's, <laughs> it's funny because, I mean, initially looking at the, the list... I thought this was probably going to be a pretty easy uh, decision because it's been quite a while since I've seen White Men Can't Jump. And I don't know, I guess there's there's not much um not much nostalgia about it, but now looking back, it's like that that was actually a, a much better movie than than what I'm giving it credit for here. Um, become more of a cult classic than like, like would White Man Can't Jump qualify as a cult classic? Do you think? Yeah, I think it does because it didn't do fantastic at the box office. Mm-hmm. Did not do fantastic. found its audience though. Yeah. Hello, hey Dave. Hey, I'm not. I, I don't. Uh, my phone doesn't work down here very well. Uh, what is it? White Men versus the winning season. Oh, jeez. Um, Any thoughts, and then give us your vote. Other than, I don't know, William Man Can't Jump's pretty iconic. I don't know. I'm not saying winning season is, but I'm going to have to go with White Man. Right on. I respect that. Um, yeah. Let's go to Matt next. Uh, it's White Man Can't Jump for me. Right on. Love the winning season, though. Love Sam Rockwell, but it's just more iconic. Agreed. Devin, you want me to say it or you want to say it? <laughs> um, 
I'm going to go for the winning season because, because really? I, I mean, what you guys are, I, I, I'm just worried about what you guys are saying about the movie is making me feel one way, but I haven't seen it in long enough that, yeah. that I, I can't in good conscience say it's the better movie when mm-hmm. I, when I know that my feeling going into it was, was the winning season. So that's my pick. I love Sam Rockwell, but, uh, I'm sorry. I've got to go white man can't jump. And uh, for the record, Jesse concurs, so it's four to one. White man can't jump takes out the winning season, uh, and and uh, both good flicks, both good flicks. Uh, that's if you haven't a, seen these two, watch them. Yeah, these watch are them. The two prob- two of the most watchable movies we've discussed during this entire series. I yeah, would say, absolutely. Just beginning to end. All right, last opening round matchup of the tournament, Coach Carter. Our number five, no, number four seat, apologies, uh, which came out in 2005, um, up against Kingpin, where we are, number five seat, 1996's Kingpin, Woody Harrelson again, um, another Bill Murray appearance, some Randy Quaid. It's a good flick. Kingpin is criminally highly rated on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes compared to some of the other things we've looked at today. Really? Very personally, I, I feel that way. I mean, 119 versus what do we have on uh, the Ducks? Collectively, yeah. Sorry, you're saying it's underrated or overrated? Overrated. Overrated, Tim? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, Mighty Ducks uh, collectively two scores uh, if converted to like, 100, like into a percentile puts them at uh, 79%. Yeah. Or a 79 out of 200. Yeah, which is so. just insane. Um, I I um, I thought Kingpin was funny when I saw it for the first time, but, yeah. I mean, it doesn't hold up whatsoever. Oh. We lost Dave again. We'll get him back in a little bit. Personally, no. I don't I don't feel like it holds up. I don't know. I mean, a lot of the... Um, uh, the whole the whole movie just, just made me feel kind of uncomfortable. I don't know. Like... The scene where he uh, he's throwing up after having sex with his uh, yeah. his landlord. That was that when was... it got the most Fairly Brothers in the film, I think. Yeah, Ugh, that was a rough one. Um, a weird scene where the guy comes out of the um, the big uh, walk-in refrigerator and he's got his uh, his nipples like yeah, that was Randy Quaid. Yeah, that was that was a bit weird. <laughs> um, There's it's. I th- I feel like a lot of the stuff I remember of being hilarious about that this movie is all centered around Bill Murray's performance yeah. as Big Earl McCracken. Like he has all the great stuff where he goes like you know he does the the video where he's like these kids almost got Munson and stuff like that and and just at the end because he's actually a reference to a real life bowling figure and mm-hmm. it was the guy I don't know if you've ever seen this this is one of the most hilarious clips if you haven't seen this on YouTube. But I don't even remember the guy's name, but he has one of the one of the worst trash talking moments in the history of sports where basically he he's um, about to roll. He needs a strike to win. It's basically a strike to win the the uh, the golf or golf, the uh, the bowling championship. The, yeah, I believe it's the PBA, the Pro mm-hmm. Bowling Association to, to win basically the Stanley Cup or the you know Super Bowl of, of bowling. PBA kind of sounds like a sandwich now that I think about it. It does, yeah, yeah. And he rolls it, and he makes it, and when he makes the strike, he goes, 
you know, who do you think you are? I am. It was one of the worst. It was like, it made no sense. It was one of the worst. Like, look that clip up on YouTube. I think if you type in, who do you think you are? I am. It's just so hilarious because bowling trash talk. And I forget that they did a 30 for 30 on that guy, too. I, I wish I could remember his name, but I, I have a finite <laughs> amount of brain space that I just can't fill it with with bowl, with bowl bowling guys. So I, um, but Big Earl, but Big Earl McCracken's a parody of that guy because he was kind of like the John McEnroe of, of bowling. I guess so interesting and yeah it it was it was just uh so a lot of the Bill Murray stuff I can laugh at like when he did the like you know when he wins the title and he's like finally I can buy my way out of anything I'm above the law and stuff (laughs) like that is just just great and and I, I feel like a lot of the sports jokes are really good in that but um you're right like I I think looking back at it now Randy Quaid doesn't really do much for me in that movie. He doesn't really have a lot of fun. Like there was a scene where he was stripping at one point and it yeah. was like, why is this happening? And, and, um, the broad who I, I don't even remember her name. What, what you was filling it? in for Nick today? Yeah. The broad. Yeah. Yeah. They, I don't know. The, the, but like the broad who, who was in that one or, or, uh, the, the dame, if you will, <laughs> I can't think of her name either. That's I why I didn't say it off the top. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. She is. You know what I remember? She's her there from, for I can. Yeah, you know what I remember her from the most, and this is a really deep fucking cut. This she was on. Remember there was a weird science TV show. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was the uh, yeah, was yeah. the 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 main broad in the in the, the weird <laughs> science TV show. It was just <sighs> man, uh, yeah. But Kingpin. All right, Coach I, Carter. Yeah, you guys are talking about Bill Murray carrying this film. Samuel Jackson carries that fucking film. Absolutely, he does. Um, we talked about, like, I like Rob Brown's character's subplot, don't get me wrong, with the pregnant girlfriend and all these things. Um, but, like, is there anything there with Channing Tatum's character? Is there anything there with, uh, I can't even remember who else is in this movie, and I've watched it this fucking week. Yeah. Um, and like the the one part that I both like and hate is the uh, you know I had a sister I had a girlfriend and that's the names of the plays, um, you know Delilah Delilah um, whatever, uh, and then the like how many sisters does this guy have you know, um, I was really glad though that they didn't do the cliche of killing one of the killing the kind of uh, gang banger esque kid. They killed his like cousin. In hard, like in Hardball, when for no reason, yeah. they just so they can have a sad they, scene in yeah, the movie, they kill they baby killed, baby G or whatever yeah. his name was. <laughs> so unnecessary. And like you're watching Hardball and it's fun, and then all of a sudden you're like, this kid is dead. So it was just. <laughs> yeah, was I was so into the movie. So heart string pullingly unnecessary. Yeah. And and they didn't do that. They, they showed some restraint in Coach Carter. I agree. That's a very good point. So. And I I love all the scenes with him kind of bouncing back and forth between this super hard ass and then just this uh, surrogate father figure. To, you know, when that character shows up at his front door, he doesn't – he's not standoffish with him or anything. He just embraces him. You know, it's okay. It's okay. But then on the flip side, earlier when he comes back for no good reason after leaving, sorry, after leaving the team the first time for no good reason, makes him do like a bajillion push-ups and fucking suicides and everything. 
I, and I love I, I like that very much. I also like the idea that like the town is so upset about them closing the gym so that these kids can get good grades that they're throwing bricks through his sports store window. Mm-hmm. I love that. Obviously, this is based again loosely on true events. So um, interesting. This one's a hard one for me because I don't really give a shit about either film. Yeah, it's it's tough to get juiced for these two. Is is the word that I that yeah. I would use? Like, like I'll watch just... Samuel Jackson do anything. Yeah, he's one of the greatest just... character actors of our generation in terms of his on screen power. Yeah, absolutely. maybe not his range, but his on screen power uh, is is brilliant. And obviously, his forte is character commands parts. a room. Yeah, commands a room. I guess. So yeah, I think he's very. Uh, uh, and also, he's the highest earning actor in terms of actual dollars, mainly because he uh, has been in the most movies yeah, by far. Yeah, I was say, that's, that's, like, there's a certain amount of attrition there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, you know, he doesn't have any Keanu Reeves Matrix paydays. Like, True, oh, yeah. Fucking $100 million paydays from back-end profits and mm-hmm. shit. But uh, he, he does... He, he He's one of the highest earning, if not the highest earning actor in Hollywood film, um, which is, you know, deservedly so. Deservedly so. Um, thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, who wants to kick us off um, for uh, votes? I, I, I'm casting my vote purely on if you asked me to watch one of these two movies right now, which one I would pick, and for that and that alone, it would have to be Kingpin for me, I think. Okay. Even though I, 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 Devin, I think made some fantastic points where it is a little overrated, and some of the humor is is a little too Fairly Brothers in that movie for me. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Like there's 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 a lot of Dumb and Dumber in Kingpin, but there's also a lot of Dumb and Dumber too in Kingpin. I think is is how I would describe it. Yeah. Far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Devin, um, protest uh, vote against the. Um, the unfair, uh, unfair numbers in Kingpin's in uh, Kingpin's favor here. I'm gonna say Coach Carter. I, you know, I don't have much love for for either of these movies, but I mean, like I said, Kingpin. I just I've gone back and tried to watch it. I had a um, a friend kind of kind of recounting uh, recently how how good of a movie it was. Um, and I just, I can't, uh, I don't know. I can't get behind it. I mm. tried. Nope. On to you. <laughs> I'm going to concur with you, Devin. Uh, I think it's got to be coach Carter for me. Um, I, I hate the kids. I do. The only ones, uh, is the tall one junior. I don't know. It's been like their since star I, is since a junior. Seen, I, I think so. Think. Yeah. I, it's um, been a while. He's, since he's great. Carter. And his mom is great. That's about it. And we just got Dave back on the phone. Hey, Dave. Hey, sorry. I'm again. <laughs> no problem. I just need a vote for you for uh, Kingpin or, uh, or coach Carter right now. It is two uh, one for coach Carter. Uh, let's tie it up with Kingpin. <laughs> okay. I had a feeling he was going to vote Kingpin. <laughs> All right. And uh, I think I know where Jesse went with this. And it's Kingpin. Oh, Woody on Woody action in the next round. Excellent. Before we move on from Coach Carter, would you like a, a ridiculously crazy Coach Carter 
uh, not story, but just a piece of trivia. Um, you remember when Spike TV, when Spike TV used to be the TNN, like the Nashville network or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and then eventually they, they rotated over to Spike TV. Yeah. Spike TV, I think, launched their network with three shows, and one of them was Slam Ball. Do you guys remember Slam Ball? Where they put like trampolines, <gasps> trampolines. in, in yeah, the basketball yeah, yeah, yeah. court, and you could like it was like part hockey, part basketball, part trampoline in the in the ground and 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 stuff. I do remember that. The real life Coach Carter coached the first slam ball championship <laughs> team. That is that is the the type of sports trivia you can only get from the crossover podcast. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> like that is yeah, deep. That, that, that is, is deep cut. That's a deep yeah, cut right yeah. there, my friend. Holy shit. Yeah. I hated that shit too, but it the way. was fun to watch. But it was just so niche. Yeah, like you it, couldn't, and and it uh, got the guys, old after like yeah, three the games. guys playing the uh, the the they were all guys who were couldn't make it in like mm. Div four college teams in the yeah. states, right? They were yeah, like they, certainly the best athletes the United States had to offer were not playing slam ball. That's that's <laughs> for damn sure. All right, gentlemen, first matchup. Of the second round of this bracket is 1961's The Hustler, our number one seat, going up against our number seven, seven seat, the, Space Jam. This is easily the biggest gulf between how different these two films are during this entire process, right? Like these two, there is nothing similar about these two movies whatsoever, I would say. Dave, where are you at? The Hustler or Space Jam? What are you thinking? What are you feeling about these two fi- uh, flicks? Uh, let's get Space Jam out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's one for the Hustler. All right. If I could go next, let's keep Space Jam in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I love it. All right, I'm next, so obviously the hustler. <laughs> obviously the fucking hustler. Why uh, what I I love I love your enthusiasm, Devin, but yeah. are you are you mad? Yeah, I like this movie. It's there's no shame in, in hating Space Jam. Absolutely none. Don't you feel bad about that vote whatsoever, Devin, but I'm I'm gonna push the hustler into the next round. But <laughs> perfect, like, but, perfect. But don't don't lose that confidence is what I'm saying to you, good sir. <laughs> and the hustler is also Jesse's pick. It's Bill Murray's cameo just carrying it, it for me. Yeah, it's it's so good. All right. Woody versus Woody. Is it gonna be White Men Can't Jump or Kingpin? Gentlemen, thoughts. Dave, you got any thoughts on these two? Uh I gotta vote. <laughs> All right. Well, then hold tight. Let's let's get yeah, some. Let's get a few thoughts I, on. Here. I mean, we we already we kind of ragged on Kingpin and reluctantly had it beat out Coach Carter because of some weaker performances in Coach Carter. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna be the one who says I don't think that Kingpin will defeat the one of the more iconic basketball movies that has ever been created and still watchable to this day. I love Bill Murray and Kingpin, but I just don't see it moving on. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the chemistry between Harrelson and Snipes was so good that yeah. obviously they tried it again with Money Train. Oh God, that's true. Yeah, and then they sprinkled a little J Lo, little J Lo in, there. J-Lo in yeah. there, and also uh, 
Danny would J-Lo be mad at me if I didn't say that's Chris Cooper's first uh, major motion picture role. Really? Yeah, as the arsonist. J-Lo was an interesting choice for that movie because she wasn't huge yet, right? She was still kind of in, like, I, yeah, I was a she fly was, girl type of a thing. Right? Yeah, she wasn't super uh, yeah. superstar status yet. I'll bet she has an atrocious IMDb. If, if you were to go through oh. her, her IMDb, it, it would just be a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're going white man can't jump? Yeah. Dave, what's your pick? Uh, white men can't jump. Mr. Devin? White Devon. men can't jump and Kingpin can't take brackets. These are two <laughs> universal truths. Perfect. Okay, it is a white men can't jump sweep. Five nothing. Jesse picks it. I pick it. And I'm pretty happy with that. So our final matchup of the day is going to be the hustler versus white men can't jump. And this is I'm having trouble here, gentlemen. Kinda like that, because it's like that that whole uh individual wager on skill kind of kind of feel to both of them. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. both sports kind of both uh uh con men almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're grifters. I like it. Dave, any thoughts? I know that you didn't vote for the hustler in earlier rounds because you have uh, you have an issue with the pacing. Um, yeah. th- does your thoughts change with the, these two? Because White Man Can't Jump isn't the fastest film either. Like they spend twenty minutes on fucking Jeopardy. Yeah, no, I know. I don't really. I'm not really a big fan of either one. Like I don't dis dislike, but I don't know. These, the way our brackets have been going, it's been kind of like weird. Every time I'm like... Well, we have the chance to actually put the favorite mm-hmm. in. Just want to put that out there for a change. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Not, uh, not to sway you, uh, you know. I don't know. You guys go ahead. Um, okay, know. well, it's a no-brainer for me. As much as I love White Man Can't Jump, The Hustler is a work of art. I love the film. It's going for me, but you guys, you guys got to call it. I'm I'm gonna go. White man can't jump. That's just for me. Just, All right, just just too too iconic to basketball. To Woody Harrelson. To Wesley Snipes for for the hustler. Yeah, yeah. But I love the hustler. I love it, Devin. White man can't jump. <laughs> so white man can't jump. All right, Dave. So it's uh, two votes for white man can't jump. One vote. For the hustler, white. Uh, I'm going with uh, the the favorite there, white men. No, the hustler yeah. was the favorite. I hustler think. was the favorite. Yeah. Hustler was well, well, the favorite six. among us. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, <laughs> so uh, so it's going to be white man can't jump for you. Yeah. All right, and Jesse picked the hustler, so it's three two. Got this bracket perfect. Yeah, that's the only. That's the that's the only. Uh, the rest of my brackets were terrible, also, but in but basketball and and whatnot, I, I got that one. Yeah, he also threw a vote in for what men can't jump. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, what men? I noticed that. <laughs> what men can't jump? Yeah, that's great. All right, that's real is inside baseball. <laughs> so the hustler is upset. I'm I'm still happy it got as far as it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- Paul Newman. 
has made it to the semifinals in two brackets. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Um, so our final, our sorry, our final four will be a league of their own from the baseball bracket. Happy Gilmore from the golf and <laughs> hockey bracket. Any given Sunday from the football bracket. And white men can't jump from the basketball and various sports films bracket. We're going to take a little break and then come back and decide our winner. Stick around. Man, this has been full of surprises. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Hold tight. We're going to come back and knock out these final four and we're going to knock them out quick. Uh, snap judgment style, okay? So you guys, we're not going to talk this one out. We're going to go boom, boom, boom uh, through the uh, the next two, through the, uh, the four. When we cut it down to two, the final two we'll talk out, okay? All right, so let's take a little break. Come right back. All right, so let's hit the scoreboard for our basketball and various sports films tournament bracket. All right, so out of these eight films, uh, there was some pretty steep competition today. Really? I, I dug it. I dug it. All right, in our first matchup, Hustler takes out Days of Thunder 3-2. to two, and uh, That was even, like, it blows, it blows my mind how close that actually was. <laughs> Hey man, I understand with the whole uh, as uh, as Devin put it, ADHD uh, mentality. But I'm really happy to see Hustler get through in our second matchup. Finding Forrester gets its ass kicked by Space Jam four to one. We'll see you later, Jamal. You're you're not the man now, dog. That was such a bad movie. <laughs> I like it. I was the one vote, as you heard. Fighting, I know, but we'll have, yeah, we're gonna have another discussion about that. We'll have it off air. All right, in our third opening round matchup, white men can't jump going up against the winning season, and two on two basketball takes it home, beats the girls and Sam with a four to one victory. Yeah, advancing to the second round, and last but not least, Kingpin up against Coach Carter. A very close, somehow, but decisive victory of 3-2 to two for Kingpin going into the second round, facing up against White Men Can't Jump. Let's jump over to that matchup. White Men Can't Jump against Kingpin. You had forecast that Kingpin may take it all the way through unless White Men Can't Jump does it. Mm-hmm. And White Men takes it home. Five to nothing. Amazingly. Uh, I, I, I love it. I, I think it's a really... Uh, Really bold vote. It's Woody Harrelson versus Woody Harrelson. Exactly. And and both movies hold like a very special place in my heart. Yeah. And and they've almost grown for me. I don't know about you, but Mm -hmm. when I saw both, they were just like, they they were good movies. And now I really, really like and kind of treasure both in a weird way. Well, I liked I liked them both for different reasons because I grew with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Kingpin, it's like I just thought it was really funny because the whole line of like, I'll give you $1 million to sleep with your friend here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And White Mammon Can't Jump because it had Wesley Snipes and... Uh, and you Woody know. Harrelson. Yeah, but then there was also that scene where um, What's-Her-Face goes on um, Jeopardy. Yep. And I love Jeopardy. Yep. So like that was really awesome. And now when I watch it, I'm like, that's a whole movie about relationships. <laughs> All right. And in our final second round matchup, 
the hustler going up against space jam and thank you hustler goes through with an impressive four to one victory yeah i was really worried about um my sanity on that one yeah Yeah. oh and then what a matchup if you had to even stand in front of your dvd player with these two in your hand and decide which one to put on the hustler or white men can't jump this is a crazy hard decision yeah and and definitely definitely the tensest matchup of the day white men can't jump takes out the hustler to be the top seat and move on to the final four both of them are really good date movies i know right you know it all depends on what are you going for it's like you want it's like you want to sit down and watch a classic with her, or you want to sit down and watch like a different kind of classic being White Man Can't Jump. Absolutely. You know? All right, so we're not going to recap the voting tallies just yet. We're going to let it go back and finish up for the final four. So our final four matchups are League of Their Own taking on Happy Gilmore and Any Given Sunday taking on White Men Can't Jump. The winner of those two matchups will face off for sports movie supremacy, at least in this tournament, we're gonna to do a whole bunch more of these, and I'm, I'm pretty, I'm half chubbed. Yeah, I, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. It's, it's, it's looking good uh, for you on your scorecard, sir. So, let's get back at it. Okay. And then we'll recap some of these votes later on. Alright, so we're back, and it's time to get into the final four gentlemen. Alright, everyone ready? Let's do it. Home stretch, I'm so ready for this. Alright, I need a snap judgment right now. League of Their Own, or Happy Gilmore. (laughs) What a bracket. What a bracket. What have I done? (laughs) This was was like the year it was VCU versus uh, Virginia Commonwealth versus Wake Forest in the Final Four. (laughs) No one could have predicted it. Uh, Snap judgment for me, a league of their own. Adam Sandler's, I think he's won enough. (laughs) Right on. In life and in this bracket. Dave, your pick? I can't believe I'm going to vote an Adam Sandler movie, but I'm going with Adam Sandler. Okay. <laughs> Devin? I'm going with Happy Gilmore. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and I'm going with A League of Their Own. Better movie. Hmm. It's a better movie. It is I'm sorry. A movie. And Jesse has A League of Their Own. Oh, okay. I think the right decision was, was sort of made. So League of Their Own goes through at 3-2. This is... This is getting exciting, gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Another snap judgment between any given Sunday and white men can't jump. Devin, we're going to start with you this time. Any given Sunday. Perfect. Dave? Any given Sunday. Matt? White men can't jump. Any given Sunday for me. I'm sorry. And uh, just for the record... Jesse had white men can't jump. So, Closer than I thought. Two clinchers, yeah. yeah. Wow. I expected that to uh, go a very different way. So, think at any given Sunday in a romp. <laughs> all right. So our final two films in this contest are 
The, the, a movie with no black people and a movie with a lot of black people. <laughs> a movie with a lot of women. Yeah, that's true. And a movie with no women. That's true, yeah. So. Yeah, that's a, just a, two very different ways of looking at it, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So, gentlemen, we have 1992's A League of Their Own, The Underdog, our sixth seat in the baseball tournament. Cinderella story. Cinderella, Cinderella story. Cinderella story. <laughs> Seventy-two on IM or seven point two on IMDb. Seventy-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Going up against any given Sunday, which uh, where we are sixty-eight or six point eight on IMDb. Fifty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This really? is a hard one because it's a. They're both very good films. They're both very good films, and I love Oliver Stone. Again, I I and I love Pacino. I feel like this is quintessential sports speech. We already talked about that. Um, amazing performances. James Woods is the fucking uh, shady doctor. Is fantastic. James Wood. Why? Yeah, I'm. He's another guy that I think should have a bigger movie career because he's oh, fantastic absolutely. in everything he does. He, and, and, he kills it yeah. every time. Kills it every time. Um, Not that James Woods is starving, mind no. you. No. <laughs> I'm sure he's doing fine. He's doing just fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Days of Thunder going Days on Days of Thunder outside. going on outside here, Dave. Uh, all right. I need your help with this one, guys. Dave, what's your initial thoughts? Either of these um, stand out for you before we take the vote? Any... Well, I haven't really voted for League the entire time, but but I kind of want them to win now. <laughs> <laughs> They've swayed you, much like many Cinderella stories before them. I guess, I guess so. Although um, technically, any given Sunday is, is uh, or actually it's a higher seat in its bracket, but it's lower in terms of... Or, yeah, it's lower in terms of overall score. So the underdog has become the favorite. <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, I think it's like uh, Rocky Four, where at the end, the Russians start singing the American National Anthem. <laughs> oh, God. What a great moment. Rocky ended the Cold War. Yeah. If you can change... And I can change. Everyone can change. I, I, I will just say that uh, Craig Needles, uh, he would... Kill me if I didn't mention to you, gentlemen, that he worked. If I can change, you could change. Everybody could change into his wedding speech. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely into his wedding speech. I forget exactly how he did it because I was uh, probably five sheets to the wind, not three, <laughs> not three sheets, five. But I, he did it like so. Amazing. Yeah. Devin, any thoughts on 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 this one? Um, it's tougher than I thought it would be. I was really expecting for a Happy Gilmore white men can't jump final <laughs> just to just to fuck the whole thing up, uh, just to get a lot of podcasts well, no one, off. No one predicted once. these two in the finals. That yeah. oh man, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, um, I think any given Sunday is is more of. The um, the sports fans pick, I think that's more what it's what it's um, what it's geared to. But I think a, a league of their own, um, 
is probably um, a more important film in the grand scheme of things. Some I historical think. significance mm-hmm. to it, certainly something that we have to weigh in. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's a tough call. Um, I don't rightly know, Matt. Any thoughts that might help us here? Well, I think the thing that for me puts a league of their own into a into a kind of a weird thing is. Y- y- in like in a league of their own, you watch it and you go, "Huh, I kind of like Rosie O'Donnell." Right? <laughs> Maybe what other factor of life do you sit there and you go, "Huh, I like Rosie O'Donnell," right? And 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 that's not an easy thing to do. I, I don't think. think Rosie's ever even said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for for me, I mean, I re- I really think like a league of their own. It's it's got like. Madonna, who's who's been awful in other films, like like Dick Tracy, she was not great in, and there yeah. are a few other. Although Dick Tracy's a, a whole other thing, um, she's got some good moments. Though. She has moments. I mean, terrible is probably a strong word, but mm-hmm. not great is is more thing. Yeah, but she's she, fantastic in this. Tom Cruise. I don't know if I Tom already Cruise, Tom yeah. Hanks and one of Tom the, Hanks, yeah, one of the most iconic. Man, this is tough. Yeah, it's but like one of the most Sunday. iconic speeches yeah. mm-hmm. in in movie sport history. film history. Movie history. I movie think. history. Sports okay, history. Yeah. and one of the most iconic sayings, yeah. quotes to come out of a sports film. So, it's a hard one. Um, you know, on on the Madonna kick, yeah, mm-hmm. I I absolutely adore her in this film. Yeah, I absolutely. Mm-hmm. Adore she her. got a baseball in her hat. I'm a I'm a big <laughs> fan of her music up uh, like oh, yeah. in through the 80s and early 90s. I you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Lucky star man, great. <sighs> Love that. Too. Yeah. Um, and I still like when I think there's two things that always stand out for me with the League of Their Own, and that's the, the two moments that stand out are both hers. Um, the first is the uh, um. Uh, there's no pockets to keep my cigarettes in. Yeah, and then the other is the dance scene, mm-hmm. and and I love uh, even though the dance scene isn't uh, a point that a crux for the that the movie sits on. It doesn't have to be there. It's uh, it's a team building moment that you often see in these male camaraderie films, mm-hmm. and 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 like what you were talking about. Off air, Devin, the, the the Bechtel test. Yeah, Bechtel test, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's nice to to see. Quick question: Did Longest Yard pass the Bechtel test? <laughs> <laughs> I think it failed it, with flying fucking colors. Well, does Just... talking about stripping count as talking about men? <laughs> because if not, then it did. <laughs> I oh. yeah I mean I think um, and all all of the 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 women in this film are are such um they're not caricatures yeah no. they're fucking people mm-hmm. and like you feel for Gina Davis like loving like the fucking game and and then life. choosing a family for her even though she's amazing she's an amazing athlete and 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 change the you know the the course of uh, in in the film of of the you know the popularity of the league um you know you gotta you gotta think like uh it's so interesting that's almost as brave of a choice you know uh which is interesting and 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 i i don't know i i really like both films like when i think about any given sunday the speech comes to mind james woods comes to mind 
Um, but I don't particularly like Cameron Diaz's performance. No, she's the weak link in, in uh, any given Sunday. But I do like her redemption moment. Yes. And that her, is a good scene. And it and that's a beautiful moment. And so and I like the political aspect to her character, kind of trying to outsmart and outgame everyone. So I don't know, man. Like it's so hard. Is anyone ready to vote? I am. Dave, are you ready? Oh yeah. All right. Devin, kick us off. I'm going to go with A League of Their Own um, for a lot of reasons. Um, Like, I think the cast just on a whole is stronger. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you were saying uh, with with Any Given Sunday, I mean, Cameron Diaz's character is kind of, I don't know. Yeah. um, And a a lot of the... um, uh, A lot of the the players are entertaining, but yeah, they're just caricatures of of what you you would expect uh, there. and, And it doesn't doesn't really challenge any conventions um whatsoever um which not that that should be the the, you know the the uh standard to to judge them on but i mean facing off against a movie likely their own is you know something that that i think deserves to be considered i mean a sports movie about just what you would expect the you know behind the scenes in sports is is like that's what any given Sunday is, yeah, you know, and while it's while it's entertaining and it's it's extremely well directed um, and it's tense, um, I it just doesn't doesn't have the yeah. the staying power with me. That final know. moment where he says that he's he's taking the GM slash coaching job of the expansion team and he signed Willie Beeman and everyone <laughs> freaks out and the credits roll. It's like, oh yeah, that's amazing. I love it, Dave. So we got one. Uh, we have one vote for a league of their own. Where are you going? I, I'm giving it to the league as well. I didn't think I would at the beginning of this event, but uh, many points, life changing points have been brought up. <laughs> Opinion changing. <laughs> yeah, let's give it to them. Let's see what happens. That's my vote. Matt, before I cast my vote, I have one question. One, one, one question to pose to you guys. Do you think? any given Sunday would be as talked about or would have lasted as long as it has if that Pacino speech isn't in there. It isn't as good as it is. Like, let's say it's... it's Even just the delivery. Let's say it's, yeah, let's say it's 30% of what it is. Do you think it sticks around in the lexicon of society as, as well as it as, as it did? Personally, nope. I don't think so, no. Yeah, because I, I, I just think that that speech was so good... That it it kind of hid some of the flaws that any given Sunday might have, and for that reason, well, not just for that reason, but for that and a couple other reasons, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna make this a, a, a non anticlimactic finish <laughs> to this particular pod because I'm gonna vote for a league of their own and the and the and the the lovely ladies that uh, were in that film. Lori Petty was in it. Lori Petty voiced Livewire in the, oh. bad, the Superman animated series. So therefore, I, 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 I'm, I'm going. She's to fantastic. Lori Petty is amazing. Why yeah. she didn't have a monster career is is is, is fucking is beyond baffling. Me. Oh, she I concur. Also, she was a little niche, but I think she just had so much charisma as as an actress, and and just man, she was awesome. I, I, I yeah. You're right. Her and, her and Juliet Lewis and Christina Ricci all need mm-hmm. to uh, that like have a have a you know gl- like pour a glass of wine and be like, why weren't we huge? Because we should have been <laughs> a lot bigger than we were. 
valid, valid point. I concur in, uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. This is going to be extremely anticlimactic mm. because I'm also are we going... Working a, are we working a sweep in the finals <laughs> after all this work? Are we going to blow out in the finals? <laughs> I'm going to League of Their Own. Oh, it's going that way. And should we look at Jesse's vote? I, oh, yeah. I'll see if they get the sweep. It's a league of their own, oh, gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. Dude. It's a 5 no- I'm oh. grinning ear to ear. Like, oh. uh, this is amazing. <laughs> it's a 5 nothing sweep, sweep in the finals for a league of their own. I got goosebumps. Yeah. What a wonderful underdog story. Yeah, it's great. I cannot believe it. Um... This is like when the when the when the Red Sox uh, finally broke the curse against uh, yeah, the against curse the, the against the Yankees, and then they played the Cardinals in the finals, and it was a sweep, and nobody remembers it because <laughs> it was just <laughs> such a te- like just such a terrible series after the, that three zero comeback. Look at where it's come from too. Yeah. A league of their own up against Field of Goddamn Dreams. Dreams yeah. too. Then up it went up a- <laughs> up against Major Fucking League. league. Yeah. Up against the Sandlot. Yeah. Like. Up against Happy Gilmore, not yeah, so much. It, it didn't exactly get easy matchup. Like, like no, yeah. like there aren't any like sports take hot, like like sports take hot like hot take guys going. Well, League of Their Own, you know, they they benefited from a weak bracket. They don't really deserve to be in the final four. There's no like they they're going home. Right? Like, there's none of that. None of that for this for this particular bracket. Guys, I cannot stop smiling. <laughs> And I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I had so much fun rewatching this film mm. coming up to this show. I watched it uh, again about a week ago, and and it, it, it still holds up. Oh, it's dude, absolutely, still it's holds fucking up. timeless. It's yeah. fucking timeless. I think Major League is very much near timeless as well. Mm. Um, and you know what? One other thing, um, I said uh, to you, Devin, before we even started this that I would be heartbroken if a baseball movie, regardless of the quality of the movies that ended up in this tournament, because mm-hmm. obviously there could have been many different choices. And we'd love to hear what you guys think, by the way, uh, in terms of what should be in the next one. So let us know what we should do next time around. Next time we do a sports movies bracket, what what should be in there. But I was going to be heartbroken if, uh, if a baseball movie didn't take it. And I'm, I'm so very happy so very happy that a baseball movie brought it home because um there's a there's just a magical magical heartbeat to the sport mm-hmm. and uh and since i was a little kid watching fucking baseball with my grandpa um and going to jays games and uh, you know falling in love with the sport i remember the very first pitcher that i ever kind of fell in love with and had to watch every fucking game that he pitched was uh randy johnson which oh, the big unit, yeah, so good. And when he and, pegged that bird, <laughs> and you know how hard it was for a kid from yeah. Toronto yeah. to watch uh, Seattle, Seattle games, games in the fucking nineties. Yeah, uh, they had Ken Griffey too. That was, that was an Griffey. impossible team not to root for. Like Griffey, but like one of the greatest of all. He's the only guy from oh, that era. He's that yeah. isn't that isn't horribly scarred with steroid, you know, usage oh, and whatnot. He's undoubtedly yeah. one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Uh, fuck man sweetest uh, swing in the history of baseball i think yeah um we mentioned earlier on the football bracket um that one thing that <laughs> wiped everything out of that simpsons episode yeah i know you're gonna be a fan of this uh this reference but what if that uh 
X Files episode with the alien baseball player it's was in. It's my favorite, favorite, it's, favorite X Files episode. So I good. thought you were going to mention the 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 softball episode of The Simpsons, which is my all time <laughs> yeah. number one favorite episode. Oh, yeah, of, that, of the also Simpsons. my favorite. Yeah, yeah, right up there, if not my favorite episode. But yeah, that's a very good poll, Devin. Mm. I love the baseball episode of X Files. Mm-hmm. It's it's my favorite favorite thing they that they ever did. It, it's a magical episode, and I encourage anyone that hasn't seen it. If you're looking to, if you love the X Files or or even shows in that vein, and uh, and you haven't seen that episode, and you want to get kind of a uh, a nice alien story and sci-fi story, but you uh, but you love that magical, almost musical heartbeat, uh, inexplicable heartbeat of of you know uh, the great American pastime. Uh, that's that's a fucking perfect episode. Near yeah. perfect. Near perfect episode. Since you mentioned it, though. Yeah. Daryl. Yeah. Just the song at the end where they were like, you know, like talking softball, Maine to San Diego. And like, <laughs> just every, that that is. Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw. <laughs> but uh, like that entire episode, there's not a line. A single, like every single line, is a joke in that episode. That works. It's yeah. so brilliant. It's perfect. It was my all-time favorite episode of The Simpsons. The Millhouse picking the, the teams. It was Ozzy Smith. Ozzy yeah. Smith. Oh, cool. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love Ozzy. Like, and like, I could, I, I could live for a thousand years and i could never write a joke that obscure and that brilliant at the same time of ozzy smith just going to the springfield mystery spot and falling down a pit of nothingness and then just going cool like and like jose canseco going don't worry i'll save everything man. <laughs> my cat oh, my refrigerator yeah. oh the, man shave those side burns. yeah He's mattingly dead. and mattingly turn and for the the sports fans out there him just going i still like him better than Steinbrenner. It's just like <laughs> so brilliant. Everything about that episode. Oh, it's we've fantastic. been kicking around the idea on my pod forever doing the sim like a bracket like this with the Simpsons episode, <laughs> but it's impossible to uh, nail yeah. down yeah. their best episodes. It's it, like seasons like three through nine of that show and, and are some of the greatest television of all time. I was gonna say my favorite X Files episode is the one where Decovny Dukov- and uh uh, the dude from Spinal Tap switch bodies. Oh, McKean. Uh, yeah, yeah, Michael McKean. Michael McKean, McKean. thank you. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to write. Yeah, that's a fantastic episode, yeah. too. We're getting way off track here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening. We are going to take one more break, and we're going to come back and tell you who won out of our uh, betting cards, who won in our bets. Matt, are you going to stick around, or are you escaping? No, I've, I've probably got to take off. It's It's... Unfortunately, it's late enough as it is, but also I want the added bonus of I'm going to listen to it later and find out how horrible (laughs) I did. (laughs) All right. So thank you again for coming out. It's been so much fun. We Mm -hmm. did this because we wanted to do something special for you. Uh, I I hope you had fun. Absolutely. I did. Had a blast. We worked hard on our betting line, so I hope not everybody gets fun. I think it worked. There were some good, you had some good lines in there that uh, I think ended up, yeah, you had some some switches in there that yeah. uh, I'm going to be like, ah, how did I get that wrong later and stuff like that? (laughs) All right. You want to give us one more pump on the crossover podcast? Tell all of our listeners why 
if they aren't already convinced, which yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think they're all, they should all be believers mm-hmm. at this point, but give us, give us one last pitch, one last pitch on your wonderful show, sir. Well, basically if, if you want to learn how to gamble, you can on sports, just on sports. Well, that's not true. But, uh, if you want to learn how to gamble, if you want to hear pop culture stuff on, uh, like I, I try not to hand, have my hands in too many soups, but, uh, basically I just, I, stick to comic books and we, we, we review all of the Marvel movies. If you're a big fan of the MCU and the DCU, we talk comics, we talk, uh, the Marvel movies, we talk other stuff. We also do commentary tracks from yeah. time to time for your hundredth episode was fantastic. Two oh, part, the two like, parts saved by the bell. The, yeah. Saved retrospective bell. as well. If you ever watched, if you're a child of the nineties and you loved, uh, yeah. saved by the bell, check that out. It and, took me two days, uh, yeah. four sittings home and to work back and forth yeah. to, to get down through both episodes. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. We, 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 Kind of stole it's that like, concept from like another a, great yeah. podcast, but which we it's like a walk through my childhood made reference man. to. But it was it was so yeah. If you if you were ever a fan of Saved by the Bell, absolutely check those ones out. We got my Mighty Ducks four script on there, yeah. commentary tracks that nobody asked for for <laughs> uh, for various comic book movies and 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 whatnot. We're uh, we had the NFL season started up, yeah. so we'll be doing we're, we'll be doing weekly picks and whatnot all all season, and of course uh, NHL and. Uh, NBA will be starting up soon. Uh, tons of comic book movie reviews, tons of other stuff. Just great. Like if you like sports and you like comics, if you like either one of those, just check us out. And and you can always download download it, and you don't necessarily have to listen. That'll help me out still too. So you can do that. But uh, yeah, um, it's available at crossover pod. Sorry, the the crossover podcast dot com, uh, Facebook dot com slash the crossover podcast. Always has links. Uh, my Twitter account is at mpeer6, M-P-E-A-R-C-E, and the number six. And we're also on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the crossover podcast. Perfect, perfect. And we're going to try and either jump on an episode of your show yeah. or we'll you got to come back. coordinate down the line. I will definitely come yeah, back man. if you guys will have. The, yeah, this was a lot of back. fun. Yeah, Next man. time we may we'll figure we'll figure out something fun yeah. again. I love I love doing this this fun stuff. The you know the eighties action week was was one of my favorite things that we ever did because I was the right really decision sad when March was made and that, was the right decision was made yeah. in that podcast. I will say I believe if memory serves me right, it came down to Die Hard. Spoiler alert: if you haven't listened to that one, because you absolutely should go back because conversations were great. But like I said, if my dome piece is correct, it was Predator versus Die, die hard. hard, and the right decision was made with Die Hard as yeah. the as the champion of that one. Admittedly, though, and I uh, or not that Predator isn't effing fantastic yeah. <laughs> and a quintessential eighties action movie, Absolutely. but it, like Die Hard is just so good. It's and so fucking good. We uh, just in, in going on the lines of the commentary tracks nobody asked for. We are on my podcast. We will be attempting the Die Hard. The, the in honor of of Alan Rickman, who unfortunately is no longer with us, may yeah, rest in peace. We're going to the greatest again, de- and early in this year, we're going to bookend 2016, hopefully with a diehard and the greatest villain performance of all time, in my opinion, as Hans Gruber. We will we, we'll, we'll bookend <laughs> the year with with the commentary track to that, which I'm hoping doesn't downgrade to us going, boy, this scene's really awesome. <laughs> this scene is also awesome, <laughs> guys. Don't you think this scene is also awesome? <laughs> right? Like we'll hopefully be able to say some funny stuff in there as well. <laughs> Thank Soft you, sir. Diehard is so damn good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. This was fun. We're going to come back in a minute. 
and so you guys can laugh at us and hear how much money we lost in this tournament. <laughs> Fake theoretical money, hopefully. Good thing we didn't put real money on this. Holy fuck. <laughs> I need $100 from all of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to come back. Matt, thank you again. Thank you to Jesse for, uh, you know, uh, messaging in all like through all four episodes despite being tied up with the toronto international film festival which guys uh, you know we've seen we, we didn't even do an episode last waiting, week waiting through been... the sea of hipster d-bags that are that are Dude, down at the well toronto hey film last festival. week that was us so <laughs> calm down man okay and it's gonna be us again after you fucking leave so you know you guys aren't hipsters yeah <laughs> my pants are pretty tight um <clears throat> And I've got a lot of earrings and piercing, or piercings and tattoos. So yeah, I'm getting there. No fedora yet, though. That's so true. We're okay. Yeah. We're okay. No neck beard. Yeah. <laughs> In any case, uh, yeah. So thank you to Jesse. You stuck at TIFF. Uh, we're probably going to see him out at an event pretty soon. Uh, great voting job, Jesse. You really swayed a lot of these picks for us. <laughs> thank you to Dave, who you know uh, had to take off for the last episode, but. Uh, I always love having you here, my friend. Uh, we've missed you. Uh, we get like so many requests to have Dave on more, and he's. He, we've been trying to get him back on, so I'm so happy that he came out, and uh, and he's going to be back again next month. We got a whole month of uh, of kind of Halloween ish themed uh, stuff, so that's going to be nice. fun. But uh, that more to come on that, including any, another tournament. Any any Evil Dead type uh we did an content. episode on evil dead uh right off the jump near the beginning oh, okay. but we're gonna do a better one because we all have so much more to say about the film and nice. we got to get tommy from drunk with power podcast back on so all right uh who's a big fan of that stuff so thank you again we're gonna come back in a minute so you guys can laugh at us with our uh terrible wagers <laughs> Five to nothing. Upset victory for the Rockford Peaches. Which, I I don't understand the nothing. How could that get fucking no votes? You know? Uh, Like, I I get it. I I can live with this decision, kind Mm -hmm. of. It's just, again, it goes down to the whole thing where, in my mind, any given Sunday is a legit, like, that, that is, like, that is a sport fucking movie. It diagnoses it, it sort of like, you know, just cuts open that sport. Does a really good job of the dramatizations and everything. And you get every single character is represented. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You get the washed up quarterback. You get everything else. And in a league of their own, like. I would say that everything that you just stated, though, is also true for a league of their own. You've got the washed-up professional baseball player that blew out his knees, falling out a hotel window because he's drunk. You've got yeah, this, it's it's you've a good... got a, a, a woman who isn't seeking fame or fortune, but her talent just takes her there reluctantly, and her sister who is looking to break out of this small town mentality, who proves herself throughout the course of the film. You have characters and uh, you know i realize that it's it's based on true events but uh you know obviously characters of uh you know yeah you know what types that's, that's, of people but it, there's something there for everyone and i gotta tell you i uh, you know given that argument dude that's actually a really i i didn't look at it like that and after like i'm a pretty big baseball fan yeah you know 
But yeah. and after watching, you know, um, Ken Burns baseball, mm-hmm. I watched all episodes. Yeah. And you know, now that I think about it, like, you know, uh, any given Sunday might be like a real dug deep of like of a movie of modern football. Yep. But a league of their own really is an in deep kind of an like look at baseball of that time. Yeah, and, and what it's was social going commentary on. on the war? Yeah, it's social commentary on uh, just uh, the like sex, you know, the almost class divide that occurs in the sexes in that era, and it's mm-hmm. so fucking weird. Um, and and it's also just uh, you know, as we talked about before, just this beautiful piece discussing how almost baseball does it first, does it first with. Uh, integration yeah and it does it first with uh you know women's right to vote and and uh, women in the workplace and so forth like this is all it's amazing how much baseball in the 20th century has been the american story Mm -hmm. you know and almost a precursor to how things play out for america so presumably we're all going to take a bunch of steroids and be able to hit homers in the next few years yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) I'm uh I'm already st- I've, I've already started. Excellent. My balls are tiny and my muscles are huge. So there you go. <laughs> but uh, even then, five to nothing though, I don't know. Nah. All right, sir. Any final thoughts before we run through the final bracket as well as game two's bracket? Yeah, I'm not pissed. I'm not losing my shit on this one. No? No. I thought I would. I really thought I was gonna be real upset. I thought I was gonna walk out again. But um, as much as I love both those movies, I can I can live, love, and respect a league of their own enough to be like, yeah, you can win this tournament. Go right the fuck ahead. Absolutely. You know, I I'm I was grinning ear to ear on the day. I thought it was a fantastic story, and it's still pretty pretty damn cool. It's pretty sweet. And and as Matt said, it didn't have an easy time to the finals. It did not have an easy time. It had a hard bracket. One of the harder uh brackets all the way through so congratulations a league of their own you're the winner of our first ever great american sports movie tournament and i wish in retrospect by the way um we named our tournament uh the gasm g-a-s-m <laughs> i wish i had a, enough uh i wish i didn't just realize that so that i could have like you know said figured out an o and r word to put in there you know so i could be more of a child We'll do it next year. <clears throat> yeah. Mermal orgasm. All right. Here, you're having an orgasm over a league of their own. Yes. Wonderful. Okay, so even though we've already cut to the after show, we're going to transfer over and wait for Devin to join us. We're going to uh, transition and talk about... Uh, we'll run through the final bracket with Devin, and we'll tally everyone's scores... And uh, and hopefully you guys will have fun making fun of how little money or all the money that we did make on this one. And make sure that you guys, after we tally our, our final scoreboard here, uh, do the same and send them in to us. We're really interested to hear how you guys did. Um, it was really fun looking at, at some of uh, people's winners on the 80s action sports tournament. And I know we got a number of emails when we did the Marvel and DC tournaments uh making fun of us and our choices there particularly i remember one uh, about devin's choice on steel on the dc one as i talked about earlier in the show i remembered it because i got a funny email about it so 
even though technically we're already a break, Mr. East, we're going to break from our break, and we're to come back with Devin and tally our scores. Fucking right. All right, man. I need Devin to help me count it. All right, gentlemen. So we're back, and we're tallying our final scores. See how we made out in our betting games. Game one, our over-under parlay. A lot of us did not do very well, <laughs> needless to say. Uh, Devin, you you and Dave both got no brackets. I think it's a, it's a travesty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Now, Nick, who couldn't make it here because uh, he's sick, but we hope he's feeling better, uh, did win $65 on his $25 wager, his two-pick parlay, for any given Sunday. Uh. East, you also did the exact same two-pick parlay on $20. Yeah, that was the only one I knew I could really, really do well on. So you made $52... Of your $100 back so far, sir. Fucking right. Okay. Doing better than the Jays. Um, also, our guest, Matt, he did a four-pick parlay on the basketball and various movies category, doing, um, where are we here, under on Finding Forrester total rounds, over total rounds for White Man Can't Jump, then under on total rounds as well for Coach Carter. And the winning season on a $25 bet paid out 10 to 1. So he made $250 on that. I believe he is the biggest winner uh, in our in our bracket uh, at our game one. Oh, the newbie. Yep. Ah, good for him. Now. <laughs> it's the American dream. Yeah, man. And then close He's behind Cinderella him. Story. <laughs> <laughs> Cinderella boy. <laughs> All right. Close behind him, I actually paid out on the same bracket, on the uh, basketball and various brackets. Seems like it's the only one that we could nail down, guys. Uh, I also went under the number on Finding Forrester, and I went over on total rounds for White Man Can't Jump. Then I doubled up on the winning season for both under the number on total votes and number of rounds. Now, I only wagered 20 bucks on that, so I'm... A hundred bucks in the black. I made two hundred dollars on that bet. Okay, good for you. So so far, the only guys in the black completely are Matt in first place mm-hmm. and myself in second. Everyone else is still in the negative on their hundred dollar initial bet. And it's worth mentioning too that that on all of those we did, uh, or all of those except one, we made a bet on the spread. Yeah. And uh, every single person either lost or pushed. Is that correct? There's, I, I had a push. I, I broke even on the spread. Okay, well, then you're going to be very surprised with the rest of these numbers, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 looking at the odds, I mean, you always figured. <laughs> okay, so vote spread. Yeah, these had some wicked odds because you had to make a futures bet on what films would cover the spread. So some of these films paid out quite nicely. On our mm-hmm. fake money. Now, Nick opted out of playing. Nick. Why would you opt out on playing on easy money? I know. So, with that in mind, uh, let's go through uh, our total earnings and uh, tally. I'm going to 
read them off for game two's vote spread because we already know where everyone stands on the uh, on game one. I'm going to go backwards from last place through to first place uh, on total earnings, and I'll also tell you at the same time what we did on the vote spread, okay? Sorry, I didn't realize that you were going to do that separately. Is that okay? Yeah. No, no, that's okay. No, yeah, so you can just cut my part before. No, I'm going to leave it. Fuck you. <laughs> Keep it in. I'm keeping it all. All right. Because I, I, I loved how like you had this big grin. Like I think we all pushed or lost on that. Mm, maybe not. Well, no, but I said it with certainty. That's why I'm saying cut it. Because I thought we were only talking about up to that point. All right. So fortune favors the bowl on I this feel, one. Man. <laughs> None of my stupid shit gets cut. <laughs> People are going to be like, oh, Ant, the special guy. Well, it's because Brandon's got us trapped in a fucking time warp right now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I feel like Cuba Gooding Jr. in radio right now. But he's God. not in a time warp. Okay. Goddamn Doctor <laughs> fucking who in this room. <laughs> this is fucking robots? <laughs> the Daleks? Yeah. Exterminate. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> Our last place. Who did you vote for? Was Dave. He lost all of his $100. Didn't win any brackets in game one, as we already mentioned. And he wagered for Goon at $20. He wagered that Goon would cover the 12-point spread. Goon didn't cover that spread, sadly. So, sorry, Dave. You came in second place in our 80s action tournament, but this time around, you come in dead last. Sorry, my friend. Thanks for coming, though. We miss you. I'm glad to see you're back. But that uh, 12 plus 3 will not cover the spread. (laughs) No, no, it won't. All right. In second last place, Devin, you actually are right when you said that you pushed. On your vote of Happy Gilmore. Happy didn't cover the spread, but it did tie for the spread. Where are we here? At 18 points, including the including your plus five for your vote spread. So you pushed, so you got your $20 back. So you ended up at negative 80 for the tournament. Congratulations. I ran dueling agendas. That was my problem. <laughs> yep. I wanted a league of their own, and I wanted Happy Gilmore, so I just kept pushing. <laughs> Kept pushing him through. All right. So Nick didn't vote. He ends up, even with that uh, no vote, because you just pushed on the second uh, game, he ends up in uh, third last place (laughs) with minus $35. Good for Nick. Okay. And finally, we are into earnings. People who made money. I actually earned something today. <laughs> wonder what that could be. All right. So we already mentioned that uh, Matt had a $250 payout on game one. He wagered $10 on Slapshot to cover a vote spread of eight. And while it didn't cover the spread, it tied the spread. So that's a push. You get your $10 back. His total for the day... $260. Congratulations, Matt. Thank you for coming. And uh, we look forward to having you back. Go out and check out the Crossover Podcast if you guys haven't done so already. All right. 
we're getting into the uh, the medal medal rounds here, or the medal the top three positions. So medal, medal, medal. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> All right, <laughs> a bronze medal position. Now I'm I. That's me. Oh, congratulations! Hey, hey. Good job, big guy. Yeah. Right on. All right, so. On my, as I already mentioned, on my two hundred dollar winnings for the basketball bracket that I made on the uh, four pick parlay at twenty dollars, I also threw twenty bucks on Varsity Blues <laughs> to cover a thirteen point spread, and it paid out at fifty to one. It would be awesome if you actually uh, got to cue in a Collective Souls run <laughs> right now. So that put my total. On the day to twelve hundred bucks, perfect. So I'm eleven hundred in the black. Beautiful. I'm happy with that. I can go home smiling. <clears throat> Second place. Now East, you were just destroyed uh, in the in the brackets in game one, with the exception of your two pick parlay for fifty two bucks that you won there. Fucking right. But. As I said earlier, fortune favors the bold in this competition. And we allowed your late edition of a vote spread on your last $20. And on that $20, you put a 20-point spread on the Legend of Bagger Vance. And that paid out at 200 to 1. Now, because the winner of this competition only had 18 points, congratulations, sir. You are going home with an imaginary... Forty thousand dollars, or sorry, forty thousand and fifty-two dollars on mm. your initial hundred-dollar investment. Mm. Wonderful. So you don't have to work for the next year. Next thing you know, uh, all I got to say is word of advice: always vote on Will Smith and goofy baggy golf pants. <laughs> okay, remember that he's going to get you far. Forty thousand dollars worth, everybody. But just like the winner of our tournament, our Cinderella story, poor Mitchell. Broken down on the 401 in Oakville for this entire tournament, waiting for CAA. He didn't make a cent in game one, but he bet big. 20 bucks on the replacements. Gene Hackman. To cover a 19-point spread at 250 to 1. And it paid out. So, Mitchell, on your $100 fake money investment, you go home with 50000 fake dollars. Congratulations, sir. Good for him. So, <clears throat> too bad that isn't real money because you could buy yourself a new car. But, <laughs> congratulations just the same. We hope you guys had fun playing along with us. Uh, I didn't realize how emotional this was all going to get when we look back at our totals. We're all flipping out here, and I I love it. Uh, this was really I, fun. Uh, it actually, yeah, I um, I didn't know how to play this until just now, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Good for Mitchell. That's a fucking hard buy. That's a replacement. Gene Hackman. 
Ah, good for him. You know, blame my poor performance on uh, Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes, or what was it? IMDb, IMDb and, and Rotten Tomatoes. Just fucked the whole bracket up. You for had me. a bracket in front of you before we well, started, though. So you can... It was their fault. Okay. So <laughs> deal with it. I mean, some of these matchups were just unfair. I mean, it it just absolutely, and then a lot of them were too close. The good ones were all paired together in the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I concur. Um. But but yeah, I mean, all in all, I mean, I think uh, the uh, the cream rose to the top. I mean, the the picks that are in that that last four and and a league of their own for the winner. I mean, I couldn't, you know, looking back over the bracket, I couldn't think of a more appropriate uh, uh, last couple of choices. Yeah, no re- no reason to get into discussion on this one, but just a quick question out of the you know with the three of us being here, real mm-hmm. quick, out of the list of these movies, which is like your personal favorite? Well, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, overall, like, well, this is an actually really good movie. Just by looking at it, you're like, you know what? Out of these movies... Probably Caddyshack. Yeah. Probably Caddyshack. It's probably the one I've I've watched the most and enjoyed, but, I mean, I couldn't say that it's my my favorite of all of them, just because, I mean, it's completely riding on Bill Murray's performance. Well, that's the, the thing. Just, so I'm emotionally the, attached to it the yeah. most, but that's the whole thing. Like you said, when, when it went up against Happy Gilmore, it's, it's a fantastic movie, but it's not a pure sports film. Mm-hmm. So as much as... Nostalgia can only carry you so far. No, absolutely. Like, like that's the thing. And for me, you know what the funny thing is? I think the semifinals really was for me even just like a personal top up, like toss up to like which of these are actually like pretty much like kind of like my two favorite movies because you can harp on a league of your own all you want. It was a hard fought battle and it won for a reason. You know, I think I was actually one of the only people that voted for Happy Gilmore once it was down to a league of their own. Uh, and Happy Gilmore, uh, I think, anyways. Um, I, uh, yeah, I think so. But um, I, I think, I mean, it's 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 a tough call between those two. I mean, I think I, I don't think Happy Gilmore gets gets as much respect as it deserves. I mean, I think it's it's easy to look at that whole era of Adam Sandler's um, films, and and I mean, everything that came after that, really, um, with with a bit of um, scrutiny. Yeah, but but it's the one that I think escapes that. I mean, I think it's he's not um, doing as much of a character as you see in like you know Billy Madison or something like that. He's he's doing more of like a a kind of a straight Adam Sandler yeah. performance, and and a lot of the other um, performances in the movie are are also um, uh, a lot of the other um, uh, comic actors' best. Um, yeah. I think uh, um, the uh, 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 Shooter McGavin character is is just hilarious. One of the yeah. great, one of the one of like a very great villain. Yeah, yeah, like Chris McDonald. I can't think of a a better uh, a better villain in in a. Well, I can think of some pretty damn good villains in sports films, but he's in that top tier. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, then um, uh, like Richard Keel's character you were talking about yeah. on the show, Ben Stiller, yeah. as as just. The absurd. You like, see this name villain. tag? You're in my world now. Yeah. How about a nice for hot glasses? Shut the hell up. Yeah. Like a a retire like a like a jail um uh, guard like you know supplanted mm-hmm. into into like a retirement uh, uh, community. It's it's just it works on 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 so many levels. And I think I, again, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily you know. 
I'm it, glad that it didn't make it into yeah, the final I, two. But I, I see your point. Mm-hmm. I get it, and and it was more of a protest vote than anything. Yeah. But also at the same <laughs> time, of though, all like the shit that that movie took through the rest of the yeah. competition. True, but it was it, it's a good movie, and the Bob Barker fight's legendary. Oh, Absolutely, God, yes. <laughs> all right, so let's kick it off with you, Mister East. We're getting out of here, but you haven't had an opportunity to say your Twitter all week. We've been offering up all of our communication, <laughs> oh, uh, how to get a hold of us, and yell at us. I'd love to hear from everyone, and I'm sure you would, too. So how can people get a hold of you? Uh, you can harass me at Ant East on Twitter. Um, and uh, if you want to check out other things that I'm doing, you can check me out at um, Drunk With Power Podcast. Uh, you can get us on Facebook. Yeah, what, you, uh, what have you guys had in the past few weeks? When the tournament started, uh, that was the... Uh, was, yeah. Yeah. You you had a show that came out the next day, um, and I haven't even had a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah, we re- I recently talked about um, why I would sleep with Ray Liotta. Perfect. Okay, yeah. so in 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 the uh, in the theme of, <laughs> of the tournament, perfect. Um, I would sleep with him in Field of Dreams. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Okay. <laughs> I'd I'd hand in my man card to. He's sexy. Turbulence. <laughs> And good fellows. Yeah, and that might be the answer to our cre- question from the uh, Scorsese uh, panel, by the way, when someone said, is there a better Ray Liotta performance or an equally good Ray Liotta performance uh, to that of um, of Goodfellas? And I put up Copland. I said oh, I really liked him in Copland. Don't shut me out. Yeah, but Field of Dreams, he's fantastic. And mm-hmm. he really is. And he's he's got this weird standoffish vibe, but just so endearing. Um, wonderful, wonderful film. And uh, please don't take it as any of the films that didn't come out of this tournament that we don't love them. We do love them. Maybe with the exception of like Legend of Bagger, Bagger Vance. And I'm know. still not going to watch The Natural. But you, uh, but you, uh, you paid out big on Legends. So you may have to give it some respect and give up some Netflix time to it or something. So. <laughs> sure, <it's my> <laughs> sure. I'll put it right up there with uh, I Am Legend. Yeah. Oh, I'm Legend is pretty solid. Yeah, I know, but I'm gonna need a palate cleanser after watching it. Oh, I see. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Cool, yeah. I didn't mean that to sound. Oh, yeah, I wasn't ripping on I Am Legend. I was saying I'm gonna need to cleanse the palate mm-hmm. from watching Beggar Vance. All right, Devin, how do you get a hold of you on uh, Ye Old Interweb? Um, you can find me at myspace.com slash Devin Gardner slash. That's not even there anymore. I don't think dot aspx. You should slash. see if it is still there. No, I it, I think it is. I, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but no, yeah, uh, Twitter. Um, it's uh, yr underscore homeboy. That means you're homeboy <laughs> if you're savvy, All like right. the kids today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and I'm at not Brandon Fleet on Twitter. You can also tweet to the show and follow us on Twitter at Mermel Podcast at MRML Podcast. Uh, reach out to us as well if you like via email at show at moviesroommylife.com and obviously visit, visit us on the website at moviesroommylife.com. If you're still listening, you probably are uh, checking out our scores on the bracket though so uh, and on the uh, bets games. Uh, so I assume that you've already been to our website, but go there again. Say hello. Um, <clears throat> if you like what you've heard, if you had fun with the podcast and you're not already subscribed, do so. Get over to... Uh, to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, 
pretty much any podcatcher. We're on Google Play Music. We're on uh, TuneIn Radio. We're everywhere that podcasts can be heard. If we're not there, get a hold of us. Let us know, and we'll get there for you. And uh, we greatly appreciate if you would also leave a comment, review the show while you're there, rate and review all that stuff. Um, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what people have to say this week. So should be interesting. I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. So thanks for hanging out with us. We're talking softball from Maine to San Diego. Talking softball, Mattingly and Canseco. Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw. Steve Sachs and his running with the law. We're talking Homer, Ozzy and the Straw. Because I know the 90s action is probably going to come down to, like, fucking Sweet. T2. It's going to come down to T2 and fucking uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, and Die Hard with a Vengeance is going to okay, win. Okay, but here's something. What if it comes down to Rumble in the Bronx and uh, Hard Boiled? If it comes down to those two? Imagine. If it went down to, if it, if it went down to those two, I would probably have to pick a Hard Boiled. Of course you would. But I'm just saying, like, you couldn't be upset about that. No, there's a lot not. of. Great... I would actually be really happy if those two actually yeah, got in. There's a lot of great action films in that era. Oh yeah. Yep. Time for shit to go batshit crazy. Almost. <laughs>